big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of the Mick Wall Podcast featuring the one and only, the only one, What's your name? You always get that wrong. It's the Mick Wall and John Hotton podcast. Oh, is it? Sorry. Featuring John Hotton. I do something beg your pardon. like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something. What's, up, what's happened to your glasses? I've oh, seen oh. The, the some sort of heavy metal accident. <laughs> you, you look these at are, Eric Morecambe. These are one of many reading glasses, the pairs of reading glasses I own. But of course... Life being what it is, these are by far the best ones that fit me really, really well. Yeah. And they broke. Yeah. So I do have lots of other reading glasses, but none of them fit good like this. Yeah. So Linda has temporarily, my wife, the current Mrs. Wall, Linda has temporarily put sellotape around the joint uh, just to hold it. Just to give you that real good look, that rock and roll look. <laughs> Until I can get it fixed. Yeah. So when will that be? That, like, that's probably going to be about two years time. Well, it's only it? been like that since probably the first lockdown. So we're yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's been like that. Uh, <laughs> right. So um, uh, we're going to have a look at some of the suggestions people have made. There were some very good suggestions. There were, weren't there? there well, were. they they look like they're all our suggestions that we yeah, forgot just to being, actually do. being thrown back at us. <laughs> you promised. You yeah. did promise that one day, you know. Um, but first we're going to go to the headline news of the week. And it, appropriately, we're recording this on Halloween. All Hallows' Eve. And who's just... Shamahain or whatever it's called. Shama, what's that, Jewish? You know, no, how does it pronounce? Shavain or something they call it, don't they? It's spelled Samhain, but it's pronounced oh. it's pronounced something like Shavain or something like that. Oh, I just thought it was Samhain. Yeah, well, you don't know. Yeah, no, you're not, you're not, no, you're not on the... I'm not a witch, no, but you're not even a son of a witch. I'm not even the son of a witch. I'm I'm more of a son of a preacher man. Yeah. <laughs> um, son of an idiot, an idiot, wow. an idiot, born of an idiot yeah. from a long, long line, line of idiots, idiot. proud idiots, <laughs> pure blood idiots. There's no corrupting of that dumb bloodline. Dumb and dumber. That's, That's his a, bloodline. Dumb, dumber, dumbeth. Yeah, dumbor. Dumb Hain. <laughs> so anyway, the headline news of the week, and oddly it's Halloween, is that Mick Mars. Mick Mars. The living witch of Motley Crue. His real name. Robert D. Bob Deal. Bob Deal. Bob Deal. Bobby. The dealer. The death dealer. <laughs> the de- <laughs> the Bob drug dealer. The deal. That's how he got the gig. This, is, this guy's name's Dealer. He must be good. They went, well, unlike this guy dealer here and that dealer over there. The real rumour, the real Mm rumour is he got the gig because he's the one who owns the name. That's the rumour, isn't it? 
Really? I thought the rumour was yeah. he's the one who owned a van. He owned a van. He owned a van and the name. Because there was, I remember seeing it yeah, oh, in yeah, Rolling Stone once, there was like an article from about, no, yeah, from about 1973 where he was in a band called Motley Crue. Mm. So but he had the name. it was spelled differently, wasn't it? It was spelled properly, I think. Well, improperly. It was spelled, you know, as you would spell it had you yeah. had a dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nicky probably didn't have his dictionary with him that day. No. You see, he had to re- rely on Bob Deal. Yeah, the deal, the dealer. The um, dealer ain't the full ticket upstairs. That's what we know. Yeah, well, the, the, you could say that about anybody in Motley Crew, couldn't you? Well, I'd, if we were to rank them in order of intelligence, that would be interesting. Motley Crew. Yeah. Well, let's do that let's before, do because that. we are going to get into the story the of story the deal, of the dealer, and what, deal or no deal. Yeah, we're going to get no, into yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, but in order of, well, I think, I think at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. It's coming to me. It's uh, it's coming to me. Is it I mean, the it's blonde? A, it's a clash of heavyweights between <laughs> Vince and Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they but, went you know, yeah. head, head to, to head, head on mastermind, brain to brain, yeah, that would be tete a tete, yeah, la, a la crew, yeah. That'd who be who crazy. do you think would win? That'd be crazy. What do you think Vince's specialist subject would be? <laughs> Vince. On yeah, it'd be like motorbikes, dude. Something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Tommy would be pussy. Yeah, Tom, Tommy's would be and sex. specialist. And in fairness to Tommy. He would do very well in the sex round, and you would know how. He would. Well, because everyone knows, don't they? I it's mean, if you, you know, fancy, if, you if the world, Tommy. if the world knows, Johnny and Tommy <laughs> sitting <laughs> in a tree. K i s s i n. If the world knows anything about Tommy Lee, yeah. <laughs> knows that one thing. Well, we've certainly seen his buttocks many yeah, times. Many times, we? yeah. That's your phone, is isn't it? it? Oh, for fuck's sake! Is that it? Oh, it's the it's the estate agent. I'll just have to ring him. I'll ring him off. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, I yeah, just did. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, um where you, were we? You said Tommy's buttocks, which you've seen. That's well, what you said. we've you all said, seen his said, buttocks. Well, no, you said you've seen. You, you specifically said I've seen his buttocks <laughs> many times, and I was just going to say to you, well, yeah, so well, have you. Well, when? So have when? you. Oh, I didn't say I had trousers. He has chaps. You see the buttocks <laughs> in his leather chaps. Yeah, I suppose you do, yeah. They I were mean, unavoidable he, for about a decade. I th- I'm pretty sure I think he's, he's still wears I think he's covered, surely he's covered up now. I mean, in the name of dignity. Hang on. Dignity. Now, there's yeah. not a word, that's a word that doesn't occur regularly when telling stories about Motley Crue. Well, yeah, I mean, you say that. Your friend... <laughs> Your friend, the Doc, the Doc, Mr. McGee, Mr. McGee, their yes. their one time manager, the one who made them famous. He was always covering their ass, wasn't he? Rather than uncovering it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I think Vince and Tommy at the bottom. Then, then you see, then see, Nicky's very clever. I think Nicky's mm. a sharp mm. guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, respect his uh, mm. his what? everything about you know everything about his buttocks. I respect his buttocks, but I also respect the way he's guided their career. And when you think about the raw material, I'm not convinced the raw material of Motley Crue's music was any better than a thousand other bands. I'm genuinely not convinced. Are you talking about music? 
Did I just say the raw material of Motley Crue's Yeah, but uh, to me, career, the raw the material music, of Motley Crue's The music. Oh, you didn't say music. I did say you, the music. No, you're saying I it now. Play it to back. To cover your I said, I said the music. Because everything that Nicky surrounded that by made them better. The look, the image, you know, the image, the, the song titles, the sort of flirtation with the satanic thing and then the kind of polka dot thing and the glam stuff and then on into the leathers and the biker stuff. And Nicky was the man who came up with the whole aesthetic, wasn't he? The girls, 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 which kind of broke them. Oh, big. no. He, well, and, and, and didn't he, did he write most of the songs? Probably. Of course he did. Mick was, I mean, in look, Mick, again, Mick was the musician yeah. though, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, people say that. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, because he's a great guitar. But that's what I'm saying is, is there any music? That's There's a my great question. quote in that piece I showed you where he goes, everybody wants to sound like Hendrix, but, but don't. Everybody wants to sound like Mick Mars, but don't. I don't see. I don't think they do. I think he's, I think he's fooling himself there because when was the last wow. time you, you played a Motley Crue album? This morning. For <laughs> I, I start every day Which with one? Wild Side of Life yeah, yeah. from the Girls, Girls, Girls album, Isn't it just called, released in 1987. Isn't it just called Wild Side? Yeah. Take wild a walk, side, take a walk, take a walk on the wild side. You can hear Mick in the so, background yeah. going, going, yeah, but they took that off because they didn't have to give him a writing credit. That's right. Change a word, yeah. get a third. Change a word, lose a third in Mick's case. <laughs> so um, you think Nicky's the smart one. Nicky's the real smart one. But then Mick is kind of harder to judge, isn't he? Because he doesn't say much deliberately. He is. Which could just be a strategy. Could just be a clever strategy. You know, I haven't got much to say. I'm not particularly interesting. I mean, there's nothing to say that all rock stars have to be interesting. He might just be a bloke who plays the guitar. So I'll keep my mouth shut. Gives me an air of mystery. Mm. I'm trying to think of other famous mm. rock guitarists that keep their mouth shut. Who are boring. Shut. Yeah. Carlos Santana. Quite boring, isn't he? I mean, but a bold statement. Carlos well, has well, given mean, many interesting interviews over he, the years. Has he? Yeah. What about? What about? Life. Yeah. LSD. Through that sort of hippie style lens. Yeah. Hey, man. It's just. Well, still said more than Mick. What's Mick said? Well, exactly. That's my point. So it's hard to judge, isn't it? I tell you what I found interesting was um, just before we came on air, as they yeah. say, I was showing you an article because I thought I'd put in you know, de minimis research because yeah. i was wondering what he would do now he's retired what his hobbies might be so i literally googled mick mars hobbies yeah. an article that he did with dave ling um and in it he's how talking long ago about, well I'm, gonna, I'm just I'm, waving to the current mrs wall who's arrived at the yeah. back at the homestead yeah um so uh i'm gonna tell you uh because i'm reading it i didn't check the date and it's like you know now you've retired yeah what are you going to do? Which he has. This is the news of the week is that Mick Mars has retired. Yeah. This story I was reading was from 2015. Yeah. Okay. When he had also retired. The first time. Well, I don't know well, if it was the well, first. I don't know if it was the first earlier time. occasion. One of his earlier retirements. And he was saying in it, um, you know, what are you going to do now you've retired? And he said, well, I'm going to make a solo album. And uh, did he ever make a solo album? No. No. Of course he didn't. Did he wants to listen to a... A Mick Mars I would love solo to hear album. that. I would love to hear that. What would it be called? Probably, well, knowing Mick Mars, it would just be called... Life on Mars. Be, that's, that's too good. 
It would just be called Mick Mars. <gasps> Death on Mars. Yeah. Mars approaching. It's a god awful small affair. Mm. Could be called that. Could god it? of Mars. Ooh. God of War. Yeah, yeah, because Mars is the, the god of planet war. of war, isn't it? No, the it? god of war. The god of war. Yeah. There you go. So there's a few suggestions from Nick. But in the article... Get you started. In the article, he says... Uh, well, I... Um, this is 2015. He goes... Uh, and Ling says to him, do you have any hobbies? It's fantastic. Good question. It is a good question. And he said, "Not no, not anymore. No, he don't. goes, I can't hop on my bike. No. I can't hop in my car. Because we should say at this point, Mick Mars cannot do those things because he has ankylosing spondylitis oh yeah. i was about to look how to pronounce it but you know he does yeah it's which is a, a d- progressive disease where the bones uh, fuse begin together to sort of fuse together and make it more difficult to move about well apparently it's, I think it's specifically i think mostly affects the back oh. um, which makes it quite painful well he in in this 2015 interview um he makes he makes reference to it and I'm going to quickly tell you what he says because it's so interesting um, talk amongst yourselves uh, oh here we go here we go um, he says I have how do you say it John? Ankylosing spondylitis a disease that seizes your bones together my back my spine right up to my neck and head they're all stuck um, my hips too I've had hip replacement surgery, but, you know, didn't work. Um, so he's been, his bones have been fused from the head down for many, many, many yeah. years. But Since, he's carried on. Yeah. He's carried on. So, and he then, could, so he can't hop in his car. He can't hop on his well, bike. This, well, this is the quote thing he says to him. Off stage, what are your hobbies and pastimes? Yeah. I think he's hoping he's going to say, well, I go and watch the Palace play football, you know. So Mick Mars goes, I can't drive my car anymore or hop on my bike and I can't go out for a putt to play golf. So the answer is nothing. (laughs) That's what I do. Music is all I do. Uh, And then eventually he says about he's going to do a solo album, but um, clearly that never happened. Um, so what is Mick Mark? What is Bobby the Deal going to do? The dealer. John? The, the dealer, dealer man. The dealer man. Yeah. Well, we don't, I mean, well, he's stiff well, we from do the know, head we down. Do, he's going to do nothing. That's what he's going to do. But he, he said, essentially, that's what I'm going to do. Nothing. So what are they going to do? Just put him up in the corner somewhere, like in a sarcophagus? Well, presumably he can move a bit because he's been playing these gigs with Motley Crue, which is what he's retired from. He's in, I think he's not retired. If, if Motley Crue chose to make an album, which, you know, heaven forbid, but if they did, he would conceivably be a part of that. But he he's not going to play every night. He's mm. not going to be in the gigs anymore, mm. which raised the tantalising prospect of who's going to replace him. You, you know which they've already ni- announced. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Which 1980s <laughs> figurehead has got the Who nod? should have replaced Who, well, him? See, this is, a, this is what I really, I thought about that quite a lot. I kind of thought it should be someone like Warren D. Martini. I was just about to say the it's same. It's a good one, isn't it? Warren D. Martini. Was it Jeff Slaughter? He'd be good from Slaughter. Um, who's the guy in Skid Row? Dave the Snake Sabo. Yeah. He'd not be Rachel. Good. 
Rachel Bolan, he'd be good. Anyone who took a woman's name, <laughs> they they could do it. C.C. DeVille. Who was the camp guy in Faster Pussycat? All the camp guy. All all, oh, Brent Muscat. Brent Muscat. Brent Muscat. That's yeah. his real name. That is his real name, Brent Muscat. Long line of muskrats, yeah. cats, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Brent Muscat. He'd be good. Yeah, Cece Deville would be amazing. See, that's who they should have gone they for. They should have got should Cece. Have gone for him. That would have been just the best. Def- but then, but then, has Cece seized up? That could have happened. True. I mean, no one said he hasn't. So it could no, have well, if no one said he hasn't, yeah. that probably now, means I think we have to presume has. he has. Because have you seen him? No. Is he in Poison anymore? I don't know. Is he? They're on tour with... I think they're on tour. They're on tour with Def Leppard, but is CC no, but with Motley them? No, Crue are on tour with Def Leppard. What I'm saying is they're all on tour together. Well. So maybe CC could have... Sorry, done. I'm confused. Motley Crue are on tour with Def Leppard. And Poison. And po- Okay, they're all And on like tour. Joan Chair and... A, you know, so he, they really don't domes, need everyone. to worry. Do They've got people everywhere. I mean, Viv Campbell... How many bands has Viv Campbell been? Yeah, Viv he's not Cam- Motley Crue. Though, no, but Viv Campbell yeah. could play the Motley Crue stuff. See, Steve Clark even, could know. have been in Motley Crue. Yeah, but Steve, he would have hated being in Motley Crue, wouldn't he? He hated being in Def Leppard. Yeah, but then... And if someone said to it. you, would you rather be in Motley Crue or Def Leppard, what one would you rather be in? Seriously. Well, Motley Crue, obviously. No, fuck up. Would you... <laughs> Wild side. Yeah. Oh, imagine having to du- listen du- to that. Du- 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 and that's now one it's one of my favourite tracks. And now it's time for girls, girls, girls. Even um, worse, even worse than that. Now it's time for home sweet uh, home. I love that. I tell you what, I'm I tell going you what I, home, home sweet home. home. I tell you when I fell in love with that track, because um, obviously first time it came out, I thought it was you know. Rubbish. Mm. Yet yeah, many which, years later, which do you remember news that? flash it is. Well, anyway, no, 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 no. I'm going to prove you wrong here. Um, there's a great scene in uh, Californication, the TV show. Yeah, I remember. And you were you were way, you the, were ahead of me on that one. You really liked it first time around. I didn't, so I, did, I stopped watching. And then many lockdown years later, they showed the whole thing again, and I. Loved because it. it was in the Chateau Marmont, wasn't it? As I remember, that's where they were. When this scene took place, yeah, he, he the, the Hank, the main character, it's the end of another crazy day, and he grabs a drink, and there's a, a dude at the piano. A dude, the, a dude who looks like a lady, though. A dude who looks like a dude that looks like a lady, In but a lady chick, yeah. that looks like a chick. Yeah, but with a dick. Pronouns they stroke them. <laughs> And this dude is playing at the piano soulfully. Yeah. And you and I'm thinking, I know Who's that? that? Bloke, I know him. Yeah, but also I know that what is that song? Yeah, what's that song he's home playing? Sweet, sweet home. On the old Jonah. But what is the crucial, essential difference between that version of Home Sweet Home and the usual version of Home Sweet Home? Well it's Tommy Lee on the piano, isn't it? Tommy Lee on the piano and also on the vocals. Vocals, that's right. A yeah. Wonderful job. Vince wasn't, hadn't turned up, I presume, as per. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. what's he going to turn up for a TV show? Scene? He wouldn't want to be on that. They probably shot it at seven in the morning. You know, yeah. He'd have to have stayed up all night, yeah. which is normal, but yeah. that's his bedtime, you know. Yeah. Anyway, love home, sweet home. 
Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, but the dealer, you've derailed us again. Oh, the I dealer. have. Yeah. Oh, I have. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right, so the dealer. The dealer's out. C.C. Deville is in. But who's really in? John Five. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know why that is? Cause you know because he, he was in Because he's friends with Nikki Six. That was actually one of the... 6am. Yeah, I always thought that was one of the best and most overlooked lines I wrote in a review, which was... Oh, that uh, you wrote, yeah? Yeah, which was, a, But you have let so let me, many me overlooked lines I do. to choose this from. A, this was a particularly good one. It was... Um, do you remember when Nikki Six and John Five were tasked... You remember when Meatloaf used to make appalling albums that Jim Steinman hadn't written because Jim was off doing something else? Or they'd have one of their Jim men. was off having an, an international all, number one with Celine yeah, Dion. Yeah, or something or else. Whoever, He'd just yeah. written a stage show or something. And Meatloaf was on the outs, as it were. So he'd go off and make an album. And With whoever it, happened to whoever be happened town. to be around, and he would get writers who try and in you know invariably sort of come Imitate up with Steinman. some sort of approximation of Jim Steinman. Well, he fell on the acclaimed duo of, <laughs> of Nikki Six oh, yeah. and John Five. Is it? I've heard it said that they were like the Lennon and McCartney <laughs> of the yeah. LA metal which is what, scene. Which is what I put in my review. Did, what, which they was, were Lennon and McCartney. No, I said. Uh, they're uh, Nikki Six and John Five, whose surnames indicate their approximate percentage chances of <laughs> writing a decent song for Meatloaf. <laughs> and I people didn't of laugh. That. Nikki people Six, didn't laugh. John you, Five. You I laughed, never of that. and no one else. Everyone else is. Mm. I thought that's well, quite, that's not a bad joke. Okay, let me break it down. That's not for a you. bad joke. Let me break it down for you. When you say everyone else, yeah, that that implies an. And people a lot of read people it. read it. I don't think they did because it was again a meatloaf album. Yeah, that's one. But of he reasons. also on that out. I think that was the same album that he also got the one person who ever got close to it. So you know, pulling off a Steinman-esque All right, yeah. song was Desmond Child. He had Desmond Child. Yeah. On there. Yeah. But you know, Desmond was sort of had the kind of the odd Steinman-esque quality. In yeah, that, he had know. that kind of uh, epic. Yeah. Penchant. Yeah. He wrote the great, oh, whoa, I remember love on a rooftop. Do you remember that one? No, what was that? Desmond Child. Was that the Drifters? No, no, it was Desmond Child, who was a great writer, decided at one point, I think after he'd had several hits, that he should become a star. Well, I think he started. He started that in way. Desmond Child and Rouge, which yeah. didn't really happen. Right. And then a lot of the songs he wrote became hits for other people, Cher, and, you know, Desmond had a certain. Camp quality to his work, so he had his. I wonder share. why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, don't know. But because he perhaps he, he was a child of love. You yeah, know, Desmond, he, child. Desmond Child of Love. Do you think that's his real name? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Well, we'll look later. We'll we'll, we'll research that. The first to person it. to come back to us with the correct answer whoa, will win. Whoa. So. Desmond Child makes oh, yeah. a solo record and right. he records that great song Love on a Rooftop, which is just ridiculous. But it's a brilliant video. It's very funny. I advise you to go on YouTube and look it up. Right. Desmond, he grows all his hair. And it was before he got kind of mega chunky, but he was still a bit, you know. it was about Carrying the, a bit of timber. I, th- I, th- I think what he'd done was he'd written, by that point, he'd written Living on a Prayer and what was the other one for Bon Jovi? 
uh, you, you give, give love, love a bad, bad name. He'd written those two. Yeah, but he wrote them with John <laughs> Richie. Yeah, that's he? right. Yeah, he wrote them with. Oh, them. yeah, he he definitely. He probably just touched yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, cha- you know, change a word, get a third. Exactly. It wasn't that he you came know, to them with the finished, finished song, song and, and they, they just had said, to give him a credit. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll do someone else's yeah. finished song. Yeah. Desmond. Yeah. So he wrote this song called Love on a Rooftop, which I think, again, might have been gone on to be covered by someone else. But it's just a funny... It just makes me laugh, that song. Okay. Whoa, so, yeah, back whoa. to John 5. What's wrong with John 5 replacing Mick Mars? Well, what band was John 5 in? Where did John 6 5... 6am? No, yeah, apart from fucking 6am. You know, beloved of all music oh, I love fans. that band. Yeah. 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 Six what other band was he in? He was, yeah, he I was don't in, know. He was in, what was it? Was he in he's with, probably in Aussie's band he was at one in, point. No, he was <laughs> they with, were all in um, Aussie's band at one point. He was with some industrial metal. Like, it was like Trent Reznor or someone. That's where he came to fame. Trent Reznor? Someone Nine like that. Inch Nails? Yeah, maybe it was Nine Inch Nails. John Five. John Five. Really? Well, yeah. That means he was probably in Guns N' Roses for two minutes He probably as well. was. He probably played on the, the Chinese Democracy sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese Actuality. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So John Five. I mean, that's disappointing. No one wants to. I mean, it's like if Motley Crue had CC Deville, all of their fan base would go. Oh, I've got to see that. Even I think, <laughs> man, I've got to see that. I've got to see yeah, that. Yeah, but Vince but, would force CC to dye his hair because he can't have two two blondes. In the band. Yeah, yeah. Whereas John Five. I mean, you just think I'd rather see Mick Mars. I'd rather see Mick I Mars. I don't even know what John Five looks exactly, like. Exactly, exactly. What does what, he look like? You know what C.C. DeVille looks like, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know what Warren D. Martini looks like, don't you? Just about. Yeah. You know what Steve Vai looks like? They could have got Steve Vai, like when <laughs> old Cove did. <laughs> girls, yeah. girls. But again... I would go and see that. Going back to something that someone You're else just wrote making in, fun. When we, when we You're just our, making not, fun you know, when of We them. had our idea of, you know, people famous in other spheres who are amateur musicians come in and right. like when Cliff Thorburn was going to join Status Quo. Right. I mean, right. maybe there's someone out there who's not a musician who would be a good well, addition to Motley Crue. Someone very you know. kindly sent in a list, which I think I sent to you. I didn't read it. So I... <laughs> I wasn't reading it. <laughs> You didn't read it. I was too long. TL, too long. TLDR, wow, as they say. TLDR. Do you know that expression? TLDR. That's no. what it. Too long. Didn't read. TLDR. Wow. wow. Where's the message I Look, sent if you? you can't with all the... If you can't fit it in a tweet, don't bother sending it. Oh my god! I can't find the blood. I sent you a See, message. This is the I? whole point. I sent you a message. I sent you a message and it's gone. What have you done? You've got some malware that <laughs> destroys it so there's no proof that I messaged you and you didn't read it. Yeah. Can't fucking find it. I sent you a whole thing, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I Where is it then? I don't know. Well, look it up. I'm trying to. Wow. Yeah. The best bits I saw were on, were on Twitter. Were they? Yeah. So Because someone said, you know, we were talking about the, uh, the Black Crows at Ronnie Scott's. Uh-huh. Um, someone messaged me with... Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The actual, it, and we said, did it come out? And it did, it came out as a sort of twin EP thing on one of their big re-releases. So it is available. It did happen. Mick War, re-stuff. There you go. Is what is it on a WhatsApp? Oh, here it is. Oh, Christ, it's endless. Never give it to me. I'll read it for you. I know you have trouble with that sort of thing. You know, you young people. Here's, oh, your... here's a list of celebrities who are also musicians. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, no, here you go. I've found it. Oh, that's a good list because I've... Oh, so the, it was the worth first, reading. The first what name, a shame you didn't the read the The first name I've landed with. on is who should replace Mick Mars. I mean, he doesn't play guitar. He plays saxophone. But this man is the perfect... He'd slide into Motley Crue like a glove. <laughs> and he play, hang on, and he plays saxophone. Yeah, and he's not a musician. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I yeah. mean, Bill would now fucking love being in Motley yeah. Crue, wouldn't he? He'd be the daddy. He'd be the daddy He'd of Motley He'd show them a thing <laughs> yeah, or two. He would. He would. You thought you knew young Yeah. 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 Where'd <laughs> you meet Mr. President? Yeah. Where'd <laughs> you meet El President? El President. Yeah. With his glasses, yeah. dark glasses. Yeah, he's got the look. Bill's got, he's a big kind of guy, you know. Just put, put a leather jacket on him. Dark glasses. Yeah. Out there in his now, chaps. Motley Crue with Bill Clinton. I'd go and see that. Yeah, yeah. I'd go and they see that. They wouldn't need any other bands with them, just that. Yeah, just that. You just see that. Fucking hell. Because all the Secret Service would have to be in the wings. In their dark in, glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. They could do an album, call it. Secret, Secret Service, service. Yeah. featuring yeah. Bill. Secret. I mean, the only thing I have to get Clinton. over is the fact he plays the saxophone, which would admittedly change the tone of several of their songs. Oh, yeah, but possibly yeah. to the <laughs> good. How does the <laughs> do? Do you imagine take a walk on the wild side of life on the saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's good. I like it. Or Even Dr. That, Feelgood. All of these dun, things. Dun, dun, all dun, of dun, dun, Girls, girls, girls. Mind you, Bill would find it hard to play if they had the girl in the cage. Oh, and because they will have, at, the they, they the will have the girl in the cage. Bill will probably get in the cage yeah, with the girl and the saxophone. Yeah, yeah, more than one yeah. girl, more than yeah. one saxophone. And he could every night they'd every night right they'd stop, and the crowd they'd make the crowd hush, and then they'd just have the spotlight on Bill. Yeah, and he'd walk out, and the crowd and Nikki Six would go shh, shh, shh and Bill would go, <laughs> I did not have sex. With that woman. And the whole crowd would go, yeah. 
And then he go, only joking. Of course I fucking did. And then, take a walk. And then on the screen behind them, they could have pictures of the dress. Yes. Smeg stained dress. Let's face it, there's there's plenty of those knocking around at a Motley Crue gig. That's true. Well, Mm. it doesn't even end up on the dress, to be honest. Maybe not these days, but... I don't know how many dresses there are. (laughs) Possibly on the brazier. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Bill doesn't mind. Take off that brazier, my My dear. dear. Yes. Um, So... Sad news that Mick Mars is retired. Well, I don't know. Is it sad? I mean, he's had a good run. Is it sad? Well, more that, of a good hobby. Is it, is it he's sad? He's had a good hobby. He he's good he's never run anywhere in is his life. Is it sad that at the end of a long and long. lucrative career for someone of, let's be honest, limited ability, <sighs> Harsh. you know, there's lots of people Harsh. who haven't done as well as Mick who are arguably much better guitarists and songwriters mm, see okay I, I i i'm going to agree with you up well, to you a have point to because it's true well just because something's true <laughs> ideal yeah. in alternative you know, it's like vince vince neil by any standard measure has Great been singer. has been over rewarded for his abilities well, the, whereas it, other there's people more to life other than people singing. have it's been present un- exactly other people have been under rewarded you you could argue you See, could argue if you were Derek Oliver, you could argue. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he came in the classic rock office once in the very earliest days, dressed like, as Bill Clinton. No, Mojo magazine had just done this one hundred greatest singers of all time, and Michael Bolton wasn't in it. Michael Bolton wasn't in it, but number one was Liam Gallagher. This is like <laughs> this is like ninety seven or ninety eight. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you've got to say they got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Derek came in. Yeah. I, I hadn't seen him in years. I didn't know he'd developed into a more aggressive personality. Yeah. I was really shocked. He came and said, fuming. I think, God, what's wrong? You know, yeah. you're right, Daryl, Del boy. You yeah. know. Um, and he goes, have you seen Mojo? <laughs> no. Maybe, I don't know. Of course not. Uh, of course, I haven't seen fucking Mojo. <laughs> this, is a, this is a rock office. And he goes, well, 100 singers and, you know, he was arguing because it wasn't just um, Michael Bolton. He couldn't believe that Glenn Hughes yeah, wasn't Glenn in the Hughes, top Steve, three. Steve Perry. Where was Steve Perry? Nowhere to be seen. Yeah. But they had like you know Michael Stipe or you know that yeah, sort of Michael thing. Yeah, Michael Stripes. Yeah, yeah. terrible. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine who was in that. There were people probably had bloody you know who Van Dyke Parks or something. <laughs> Bob <No>. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Number Bob one, Liam Stipe. Gallagher. Number two. Bob the, Dylan. The Bobster, number two. Number three, Lou Reed. Number three, Macca. It's always Macca, number three. No, no, he's, too, he's too good. No, no, number three, Lou Reed. I'm thinking of great singers. Lou yeah. Reed. I don't know. You'll laugh. I don't know how Lou Reed sings. So. Harley came from Miami to oh, yeah. LA. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, Actually, a, perfor- a, bit than he it's a performance, isn't it? It's a performance. Oh, so where was Vince Neil on this list? That's the question. <laughs> Not sure he was on the no, list. No. Probably David Coverdale wasn't on there either. And how seriously can you take a list of singers that doesn't have old cuff? Where was Paul Rogers? Where was Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. <laughs> Where was James yeah. Hetfield? Where was Biff Byford? Now. No, not now, on there. Now. Yeah, now we're talking. We should do our own list. Actually, did you see that guy... Uh, you know that guy Logan Paul, who's the he's a sort of um, is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? It's one of the two. They're like they're YouTube stars, but one of them's become a boxer, 
and he's always wanting to fight. You know, he's he's making know, both. He's, K- he's he's a YouTube boxer, and he KSI's make, done. That. Yeah, and he make this this pool guy. He makes more money boxing. than boxing than than regular boxers do, even than Tyson Fury and the rest of them. Hang on, because whoa, because whoa, whoa, whoa. he goes no hang seriously on, because he because he goes he makes pay, more he, money he does, as a boxer goes, than Tyson yeah, Fury he goes pay, and he fights a lot more often than Tyson Fury. He makes and he more goes, money than Tyson. Fury. He had Fury. something like twenty five million buys or whatever it was on YouTube. It was for less money, like the you know the, the Tyson Fury pay per view is twenty five dollars or whatever, whereas this is some much lower subscription 99 but, cents yeah. but i mean you made 25 million 99 cents you know <laughs> it's fucking it's not bad is it i would think about so, it anyway but anyway maybe we should do he's, he's doing his way in and he's he fought this guy anderson silver who's like a legendary mma fighter but he's now 49 or something just and he's an boy. mma fighter just he's a not, boy he's not a boxer he's an mma um and they're doing the weigh-in. And Logan Paul, or Jake Paul, whichever one it was, is standing there in a T-shirt. I'm looking at his T-shirt. And I sort of did a double take. And it was Saxon. <laughs> Crusader. Not even like a That's recent... hardcore. Not even like a recent album. That's vintage. An old Saxon album. That's real core. Yeah. He knows his Saxon. So Logan stroke Jake Paul, whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. He should Saxon be Mars's replacement. So Saxon, I mean, Saxon should be playing on that this morning. The weigh-in of the biggest fight of the year in, in grossing terms. And he's got Saxon. He's got a Saxon t-shirt on. That's because he's a real fucking man. He's a real man. And he won. He won the fight. Of course he did. He won it the minute yeah. he put the shirt on. Yeah. Ne- Other guy probably <laughs> shattered brick when yeah. he saw that. Yeah. Ne- this guy's a Saxon fan. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about him fighting Mike Tyson, but then, <laughs> then Mike. How old is Mike Tyson now? Mike's in his fifties, but what? Oh, what, a boy, what, just so, a boy. You know, if you, you know what's happened to Mike Tyson, is he now makes millions and millions of dollars selling weed. He's got oh, his yeah, own. He's, he's, he's got yeah. his own sort of weed, yeah. and he sits around getting stoned doing podcasts. Yeah, but sounds like the life to he me. He did. A, he did. A, he got an offer because Mike's always in the in know, the game. In the game. He's in the game. He's in the game. He an offer to sort of have a have a. a, a um, fight, yeah. What was I going to call it? Boxing match, not a demonstration fight. What do you call it? exhibition fight yeah. with Roy Jones Jr., who was another great little light. He's still alive. Is he? Another yeah. one who's like yeah. on a walking and, stick. And Mike got himself back into shape, and there was some video of him in. The, and my God, and I think that the talk of Logan Paul kind of died down at that point because he saw what he could still do. Did you, you know? see that video of Mike beating the shit out of some guy in, in a, a plane? On a plane. <laughs> Who the fuck would sit behind yeah. Mike Tyson yeah. on a plane? And have a go at him. Yeah. But, the, but it's weird, like, people used to do that when he was the heavyweight champion. They just go up to him and go, oh, you, you think you're hard, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking I'm Mike, hard. I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah, I do think I'm hard. Yeah. There was a wonderful story. Remember Barry McGuigan, who obviously isn't yeah. Mike Tyson, yeah. just a little Irish fella. Yeah, but a but great fighter. Fantastic yeah. fighter. Like 85 when he yeah. won the title... The world title. But Eusebio Pedroza, didn't he? Yeah, in the fight. States, yeah, probably Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And um, and it was a year or two later or something. Uh, he may have retired by then. I don't know. But but uh, he's driving somewhere. And there's a guy behind him, you know, the usual kind of road rage incident that can quickly escalate. <laughs> and they get to the lights and the guy jumps out of his car. So McGuigan gets out of his car. And the bloke's like, come on then. <laughs> and McGuigan says to him, 
Do you know who yeah. I am? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. God, you fucking chicken. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. People are just like, oh, for yeah. fuck's yeah. sake. These so people, I think he just people, gave him a little tap on the chin yeah. and just knocked yeah. him but over. Be, be, these people have a completely unrealistic view <laughs> of exactly how tough boxers are. You know, it's, uh, but anyway. Mick Mars. We, we back to Mick Mars. Back to, wait, the dealer. Funny, but can I just the say, dealer. the dealer. It's funny you saying about Mike Tyson. Yeah. Because I was thinking, you know, here's another famous guy who's retired. Uh, what does Mike do? Now, of course, I'd forgotten that he's invested in these he's in huge the weed, weed farms. He's in the weed business. He's in the medicinal because, marijuana exactly business. Because weed is legal in like most of America, isn't it? Or certainly all California and Vegas and all of that. It's legal. I think, I think, I think there's something like 32 states yeah. where it's now legal. So you can go into shops mm-hmm. where, and they're like, they're like sort of boutiques. You know, you they know, are, they're like you know when you're in Vegas. Well, no, no. You know when you're in Vegas and they, you go in the casinos and they have... These sort of the Versace boutique or something, and everything in there is about seventy five thousand dollars. They've they've got those, but they're for weed. So it's like they're a little tiny block of mm. you know intense because <laughs> this stuff they can grow it properly. Mm. So it's like this big, but it, it you know it's twenty times the strength of. And you've got lots thing. of edib- I've been in these places yeah. purely for research. Research purposes. And uh, they have dog treats, edibles. Yeah. Um, you can obviously just buy the weed and roll your own joints, but that's sort of not where it's at anymore. It's no. sort of vaping. Yeah, it's like liquid stuff, isn't it? Stuff like that, yeah. Um, uh, so uh, it's a legitimate business, and it's booming. Germany is about to legalise it. Um, there are all the so usual... So, Mike, see, see, this is where you get... So, Canada, all so, over Canada. So, you know, Mike Tyson mm. was sharp enough to get himself in at the ground level of this. He's going to make... Probably, probably going to make billions. Already making billions. And probably already going to make even more. Mick Mars. Because the other thing about Mike is when he's not selling weed, yeah. he's looking after his pigeons. Yeah, he, yeah he's looking after his and pigeons. I was thinking yeah. Mick Mars could... Get into the pigeon game. Get into the pigeon game. Because yeah. he could with afford... Because that's the thing, because it's like the best pigeons... They cost like you know, like a million dollars. What? Yeah, some go, you get some what? really. Get the they're like fuck. racehorses. Get, look out that window. I got pigeons out there yeah. all over the place. Yeah, but mate. they can't fly home two thousand miles. Oh, you know the ones that can fly. How home, do you tell? Well, they turn up. Yeah, <laughs> you let how do you go, tell the difference? And they right, fucking I'll turn up. Fly to New York, uh, then I fly to New York, grab a pigeon, see, this put is, a t-shirt yeah. on. Like, there you go. See, this is why you're at the bottom of the pigeon game. And Iron Mike's at the top. <laughs> I think Mick Mars, could, Mick, Mike, yeah. they've already got a lot in common. Iron Mike, Skeleton Mick. Yeah. Iron dealer. Mike, Bone Mick, because yeah. he's all seized into yeah, one dealer. bone, isn't he? The dealer. He's, he's quite, one human boner. He's, sort of he's one quite, large yeah. boner. But he's, it's made him sort of slightly sinister, you know. Can you imagine this Mick guy? Mick Mars? Yeah, he's like super rich. But you imagine hearing this right. There's a guy who lives alone. He's super rich. His skeleton has fused together. He can't even get in a car. He can't even hop on his bike. No, but he's like, you know, he's surrounded by people who do everything for him. And pigeons. Yeah, loads of pigeons. He has a he has a lift that takes him to I mean, the roof. Admittedly, it's not going to bother Iron Mike. But it might. other people might find it sinister. What, McMars? Yeah. I don't know. Dealer. I'd love to see a fight. Between Mike Tyson and Mick Mars. 
Well, if Mick was allowed to use his gun with which he <laughs> once accidentally shot his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, do remind us of that story, John. Well, I don't remember the whole story, but it was something like they went to the. This is Mick Mars, not Mick Mike Tyson. Mick Mars he probably a, also owns Mick guns. Mars and a friend of his. Oh, yeah. What, a female friend? No, no. And a friend of a male friend and their girlfriends. Oh, and, okay. Like a double date. Yeah. A double date in the desert with some guns. Yeah. Well, that's a given, isn't it? And there was some sort of incident. Some rumours said Mick was trying to shoot an apple off his girlfriend's head. <laughs> I don't know if Mick's you would... never seen an apple as, in his life. As, the, apple as is, the girlfriend of Mick Mars, I don't know if you would Have an feel apple. that he was in the kind of shooting shape uh, to I'm shoot an apple very, off with a live round. I'm very there were any items round. of fruit in just, that car. Just Google Mick Mars shoots girlfriend and it will come up. Porn sites will come up if you do that. No, no, not Mick Mars. You're thinking of Bill Clinton. <laughs> Eat, shoots and leaves. That was Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on that note, I think we can safely uh, bid Mick Mars, Robert, the dealer, deal. The dealer. The deal maker. The dealer. Uh, wish him a fond adieu. Great retirement. How old is Mick Mars? That's what I want to know. I tell you what, you you keep talking. I'll Google because he was always, con- you know, considerably more mature, older, older than Vince, older than and let's Vinnie, face it, anybody we know. Vinny Boy's got to be in his sixties now. Well, uh, me and Nicky Six, funnily enough, the same age. We are the same age. Sixty-five. Fuck off. Sixty-five. <laughs> Okay, Robert Allen, the dealer deal, it says yeah. here on Wikipedia. Yeah. Known professionally as Mick, the dealer, yeah, yeah. Mark. And you've got to remember, whatever date he's put on Wikipedia, you can probably add a couple of years onto that. <laughs> oh, it says here, um, he was born in May 1951, Ooh. which would make him 71. 71. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, when was Ronnie Dio born? I, I'm telling you, the dealer's the same age as Ronnie Dio. If he's Ooh, a, a bold claim, my dope. friend, a bold he's a claim. Fu- oh, come on. You saw the dealer in about 1988. He was in his 30s. Come on. 1951. OK, Ronnie James Dio was born in July 1942. So, <laughs> so had he lived... Ronnie Dio was born during the Second World War. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of them were. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Page was as well, like 44 wow. or something. See, this is, do you want to know my really good fact? This is my fact. You know what people, when people say, you want to know a great fact? Well, you know, the iPhone is nearer in time. No, the, sorry. The, this is, leading up to the Tyrannosaurus Rex is nearer in time to the iPhone than it is to the Stegosaurus. That's how long the dinosaurs reigned for. Wow. But the first Black Sabbath album is now closer in time to the end of the First World War than it is to today. That is like... Mind doesn't that blow <laughs> your mind? Blows first your mind. Yeah, so, so the First World years. War ended in 1918. First Black Sabbath album came out in 1970. So that's 52, 52 years. 52 years. Okay, 1970 to now. 52 years. Yeah. It's, you know... Really, time is racing away from us. That first Black Sabbath album is the link between between us and the first world war. War. If you've heard that album, you know what it was like to be in the first first world war. Yeah, and the opening track, Black 
Black Sabbath. Sounds like the First World War. Well, Iomi told me uh, that it was based on the riff from Holst's The Planet Suite on the Mars. You know. Oh, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So they were. Dun, 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 dun. Down, down, down. Oh, no, that's Warpeak. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, on that bombshell. Yes, yes, on that fine, fine moment to end, we're going to end. Thank you, John. Thank you, callers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How do I stop this, Fern? <laughs> <laughs>